Welcome to Real Everyday People, an Eladio Nino podcast. You either die the hero or see yourself become the villain. See too many dark nights and light the way you're living. They got me living. Hey, the plot is vivid in the blast conditions. It's like you're hopeless at the bar. Real Everyday People. As always, I always begin all my all my shows with, you know, gratitude, man. Thanking everybody for sharing, for subscribing, for supporting, for participating. Uh, anything that you contribute to my well-being, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, for those who are praying for me, God's hearing your prayers because, you know, uh, you know, you know, God moves mountains for you, man. And I'm just, you know, really grateful for all that. But um, I had a, you know, good weekend, good week. Uh, went to the auto show, seemed like so many dope-ass rides. Cold ride, just seeing what, you know, what the future looks like. You know, I went and did them 17 years. I thought that when I came home that by the time I got home, you know, cars were going to be flying and all that good shit. But I'll tell you what, I've been home three years, and we ain't too far from it, man, because some of them rides look like spaceships. So, uh, you know, if you got to go, then you don't, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, man, try to make it next year because uh, I'll tell you what, you'll be pretty impressed with the technology and the automobile business. But, um, you know, uh, we got a special guest here today, man. The brother's talented. He's a good brother. I've been building with him for a minute, man. And, um, you know, without any further ado, man, we got my man G. Albanice, man. What's up with you, boy? What's going on, man? Happy to hear you. Have you here, bro? Happy to be here, shit, man. It's been long overdue. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it, man. So what you think about the place? Man, this motherfucker's sweet, though. I ain't gonna lie. You got this bitch decked out. (laughs) My man. Yeah, I try to make it, you know what I'm saying? I try to make everything be a reflection of me, who I am, you know what I'm saying? For sure. I dig it. It's yep. motherfucking sweet. Yeah. So what's been going on with you, man? What you been up to lately, bro? Man, for real, I'm just been working on this music, man, shooting these videos. You know, I got the best uh, director slash photographer on my shit. You know, I got uh, directed by Diego on my... Yeah, yeah, no so, doubt, man. He's definitely a beast, bro, and uh, he's definitely put his stamp, uh, you know, in 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 Detroit, and you know, especially in Southwest. He's uh, he's brought a lot of uh, you know a lot of uh, big names. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, for real. Sada Baby, uh, Bo, uh, Bo, uh, Rolling. So he just uh, had uh, Kodak uh, Black. Kodak out here. Black. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man Emilio Cuevas too, man. He, you know, he he was there for all that good stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's actually the one that invited me to all that stuff too. So you know, I'm definitely. Appreciate oh, you was up there that. with him? Well, uh, actually, I was there for the Cider Baby and Ober Rolling over there. In, uh, that was the one where he had the Del horse. Ray. That was in Del Rey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and shout out to the Banshee Kid too, man. And, uh, you know, he was out there doing his thing. They had uh, Carlos Cabrera and all his low riders, you know, Hustle Wink and them boys. And uh, it was just a good time, bro. And it was wonderful to just see the whole community out. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was showing love. My man DJ EJ was there. His mom was out there making the tacos and media tacos and all that shit. Yeah, but uh, I didn't get a chance to make it to the Kodak Black one because, uh, oh, I was in Indiana, man. I had to go to... uh, a prison in Indiana, Miami Correctional Facility, and do some uh, some uh, motivational speaking in there because they had two homicides within the same week or the same month or something like that. They was you know having gang wars in there, so they sent me and you know my some of my team members to go up in there and build with all the heads. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't get a chance to uh, you know uh, go to the Kodak Black shoot, but I seen the video. It was dope. You that know what I'm saying? Crazy. The whole hood came out. You know, what I mean? burnouts, donuts, and all that shit. And all he's out that, there yeah, yeah, definitely, man. So you know, he's definitely uh, 
You know, he's definitely one of the greats in our community. Man. You know what's crazy to me about Diego, man? He be bringing everybody to Southwest, man. He really be trying to, he's really putting it on for Southwest. Yeah, no, definitely. Can't nobody take that away from sure, him, bro. For sure. And he know his craft. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, hey, I knew, I, I didn't never know. I never thought, that's a better word. And I never thought that a motherfucker from where we're from would work with like the real, the real legends. Like that nigga worked with, was it Fabulous? Yeah. Yeah, nigga work with fabulous, bro. Like yeah. that's that's goat material right there. You put Fab up there with motherfucking Tupac, Nas, Jay Z, like that's mm-hmm. that. Era. Yeah, Fab, man, Fab was the shit. When especially when I was growing up in the nineties, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like Fab was it, bro? Yeah. For sure. Real legend. And then he had ties. You know what I'm saying? To, yeah, to Detroit because you know he used to rock with uh Meech and T and them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he was already tied into Detroit. Like people love Detroit, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they loved coming here. They loved our whole vibe, our whole swag, you know, mm-hmm. how we get down, all that good so They're trying stuff. to sound like us now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I loved about Detroit music, man, because we had just a sound of our own. Like, we didn't mimic nobody. We didn't sound like nobody from Cali. We didn't sound like nobody from nowhere. And um, But, you know, one of the things is a lot of people didn't want to invest in no Detroit artists because they like, how I'm going to invest in money and you? I don't even know if you're going to... Uh, get locked up tomorrow, get killed tomorrow. You know right. what I'm saying? So Worry it was hard it. to invest in, in, in people who didn't want to stay out the streets. You know what I mean? So just seeing them be more pro productive now and proactive and, you know, and being just, you know, and being great, dog. There's so much talent in the hood today, bro. Yeah, for you sure, for sure. You never, you'll, you'll never know who the fuck actually got it and who don't. Because nowadays, everybody got it. Mm-hmm. Everybody got it. You, you'll be surprised. Mm-hmm. Everybody could do it. Yeah, yep, no doubt about it. You ain't even got to be a real motherfucker to do it. You don't. You ain't even got to be solid. You don't. You can be whack as hell, (laughs) but you can talk that shit. You know what I'm saying? You can be whack as hell, talk that shit, and get rich, bro, at the end of the day, man. Today you be broke. Tomorrow, all you got to do is drop that shit. And tomorrow, wake up, and you popping. That's it. I know. I wish I could wake up tomorrow and just be popping like that. You know, you already popping. What you mean? Look at this. <laughs> you already got it. You see that? I know. You know what it is, man. It's just as artists, you know, just you know, people, you know, people of talent. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, we are we're our own worst critics. You know, we're harder on ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. than anything or anybody else. But the thing about it to me is just that um, now that I've seen what I can do. Mm-hmm. You know, I always tell myself I want to reach my full potential in this lifetime, bro. You know what I'm saying? So if I can already accomplish this much, I I just feel like I got a whole life in front of me where I can't wait to accomplish more. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, just with all the success that I've had so far, you know, I feel like the only piece that's missing is waiting for the money to catch up. For sure. You know what I'm saying? It's going to get there. That's the thing. We ain't chasing it. No, hell no, man. Nah. I spent my whole life chasing. That's how I end up in prison. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> chasing that motherfucking nah. money. Now I'm like, you know, let that shit come to me. It's going to. All, you, all we got to do is just keep working, put in that effort. Yep, Everything no else will fall in place. It. Hey, I know it's an interview about me and all, but uh, what made you want to do this shit for real? Shit, honestly, bro, shit, when I was in prison, bro, that's how I learned the most, man, because, you know, prison is like a melting pot of people from different walks of life, different race, different religion, different communities, and, uh, and you know, people, man, naturally, they have their biasness, their stereotypes, their prejudice, their discrimination, all that type of shit, but when you start to hear a person's story and realize where they come from, how they grew up, their lifestyle, their culture, the things they were taught, you know, you obtain a lot of understanding. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then you you, you kind of start to empathize more, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, with people. And uh, so when I came home, I was like, you know, what better 
um, way to to uh, get to know people than to have them on on you know telling their stories. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and it's been successful, bro. Because a couple times, bro, I was about to just call it quits. You know what I'm saying? Because this should take a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of energy, a lot of space, all that shit. Yeah. And I just didn't realize, you know, because. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really purpose-driven, bro. I live a purpose-driven life. You know what I'm saying? I'm motivated by redemption. You know what I'm saying? Every day I live to, you know, right my wrongs. You know, I was responsible for, you know, taking somebody's life. So, you know, to me, I commit the rest of my life to giving back to humanity and life in general. But one of the things that I know from people from our community, we have under, been under a lot of distress for generations. We got a lot of trauma. You know what I'm saying? Me growing up, bro, I've been around, you know, everything, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, sex abuse, uh, you know, uh, domestic violence. Like all that shit was just normal to yeah. see people in gangs, drugs, dying, killing, you know, all that shit was just normal. It was a way of life. But um, but I'm like, damn, we need to we need to we need to heal trauma because right. that's what a lot of us are suffering from. And a lot of, you know, our parents and adults, they passed on their trauma and then we carry these baggage of trauma. So I'm try I, I was like, damn, we need to break that cycle. But the but the only way to really break it is by having conversations about it. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because people go 20, 30, 40 years and never talk about their past, never talk about the trauma that they experienced. So they walk through life with anger, with resentment, with frustration, depression. And, and, and sometimes, yeah, depression too. And sometimes victims become victimizers, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? How they say hurt people hurt people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I actually just heard that recently. That's crazy. You just said that shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's true though, bro. You know what I'm saying? And and but how do you break that cycle? And it's through having these types of conversations, man. You know what I'm saying? Build with people. Get that shit about you, bro. I think the problem with all that shit is really just you know you know growing up, being men, we're raised at least being minorities. You know what I'm saying? Hey, get up, you're a boy. Shake it off. Hey, don't cry. Tighten up. So you, you talk now. Nah, you ain't supposed to do that. You ain't supposed to cry. You ain't mm -hmm. supposed to worry about none of that shit. You got to keep pushing. Down ten toes, right? Mm -hmm. Ain't no doubt. So, but what that what does that do? That turns you toward depression, crashing out, doing dumb shit, overreacting because now you're building all this shit up, and then you do some dumb shit. Mm -hmm. So I grew up with seven uncles. I had a gang gang of cousins, older cousins. You know, I just followed suit, bro. You know, I, I became a product of my environment, bro. Sure. You know what I'm saying? When we kids and we young, nigga, we sponges. Mm -hmm. We soak up everything, whether it's right or wrong, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? We mimic the adults that are around us. We say what they say. We move how they move. You know what I mean? So, however my people were living, my family, my community, that's how I was living too, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, and I thought that what I was was what I was always going to be. And, uh, you know, it wasn't until I got to prison and I just started opening up my my mind, started opening up my heart, opening up books, reading, studying, uh, started facilitating life skills, started doing a lot of internal work, started doing a lot of soul searching, a lot of inventory. You know what I'm saying? Because I just didn't want to come home and be that same person, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, they didn't know what to expect when I came home, bro. Even some of my own family members were kind of like standoffish because they didn't know what to expect. You know right. what I'm saying? saying other than what i've always showed them and that i was always fucking up you know i was always doing some bullshit you know what i'm saying and my family was always suffering over the deci the decisions that i was making you know what mm -hmm. i mean and i wanted to change that and i told you i had caught a dope case in prison mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying the whole time my family praying for me visiting me sending me letters sending me money sending me secure pack supporting me you know what i'm saying waiting for me to come home and i'm over here on the yard doing this mickey mouse shit selling dope you know what i'm saying got caught up got more time you know my 
my family was disappointed. Like, what the fuck? We're doing everything we can for you, and you still in here, you know? So I, I knew that I had a lot of work to do, bro, because I just didn't want to come home. I didn't want to hurt nobody. I didn't want to kill nobody. I didn't want to disappoint my family. And then for me, too, like, I wanted to live life, nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? Get from behind that motherfucking wall. Yeah, bro. I wanted to enjoy some life, dog. I wanted to just live like I never lived before, bro. And I swear to God, I'm doing it now, bro. Hell yeah. For real. Working toward I that mean, from eating goal. sushi to eating this, that. Just trying to <laughs> thing. Whether I like it or don't like it, nigga, at least I said I did it. You, like you know sushi? what I mean? It's okay. Some of it is. California uh, sushi. Ob uh, what's it called? Obama or some shit like that. Obama sushi? Yeah. Yep. I was like, damn, okay. Was it chicken or something like that? I don't even remember, bro. <laughs> there was like four different kind. I liked two and I didn't like the other two. You know what I'm saying? Obama sushi. That's but even like before I went to prison, I never had like crab legs. I never had oysters. Oh, I never had lobster. I just had uh, fish and shrimp. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah. But, you know, I tried all that shit. You know, some of it I liked, some of it I did it. But I said at least I tried it. You know what I mean? Hey, call, call me ghetto if you want to. I still prefer some doolies or some motherfucking tacos <laughs> before I eat any of that shit. <laughs> I think that shit hit way better and it's cheaper. Oh, yeah. Dooley's is a classic, man. You can't never go wrong there. You and know the, what And mean? especially if you blow it, go in that motherfucker, go tear that motherfucker man, up. Man, you're going to have chili and mustard all over your shirt, <laughs> mouth, face. Hey, once you get there, shit, you're going home anyways. It don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you're going home smelling like a coney dog. <laughs> Sleeping like a baby. Hell yeah. They're going to have heartburn and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some extra motherfucking uh, onions on that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about your uh your your record label, bro. MME Murder Mitten Entertainment. Murder Mitten Entertainment. Yes, sir. Okay then. You see everybody wanna just put on for and I hey look, I'm from Southwest, right? I love Southwest, but it's bigger than just Southwest. It's mm -hmm. about Michigan. Mm hmm Hey look, you hear about motherfuckers always talking about they king of this and king of New York and king of this. Hey, what's up what's up with the king of uh Michigan though? Who who run this whole bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody want to be the boss in their little section. Mm -hmm. Hey, look, it's even bigger than Michigan. I want to put this motherfucker on for the whole world so they see this shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Let stand up. We ain't. It ain't all bad, but it ain't all good. You know? Yeah, because I never heard nobody said, "Hey, I, I want to go on vacation to Michigan. I want to go see Michigan." Yeah. I mean, now it's different. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, now, it, now it's different. But back then, like, we ain't had shit coming, bro. We still don't. Shit, we you still know? working towards trying to make motherfuckers. Yeah, because at one point this used to be where everybody wanted to go because of the music. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. This is shit. Motown. Bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's where it was at, bro. It, between the music and the cars, like mm -hmm. that's what and we the know cars for. too. Yeah, definitely, bro. So like, if we could get this shit back popping, and I, it is getting back popping now. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It Motherfuckers is. are blowing up. You know what I'm saying? So like, if we can get some real shit going around this bitch, and just have somebody just really put all effort in. Mm hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, shit. I feel like we might actually have a chance. I feel like I'm actually have a chance. I feel like I see more unity now than I've ever seen amongst artists, just amongst the community in general, even, you know, uh, uh, vendors, local businesses. Like, it seems like overall everybody's supporting each other. You know what I'm saying? And we never had that before because we live by that crab in a bucket shit. You know, the streets are the streets. The mm -hmm. streets are always yeah. going to be what it's going to be. That's yeah, always yeah, cutthroat. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. always expect that in the streets. Nigga, yeah. you're going to get fucked over, snitched on, towed on, backstabbed, killed, robbed shot, <laughs> robbed, stabbed, set up, lied to, all that shit. For sure. You can expect all that in the streets mm -hmm. but i mean overall in the community i mean you could actually you know walk around without getting shot and killed and mugged and shit you know what i'm yeah. saying I mean, you still can't have shit out here you know that you can't have shit you can't you can't walk around this bitch thinking everything's sweet though 
No, you can't. You can't sleep on it. That's for no, sure. It's there. Yeah. And all it takes is a hungry motherfucker to come take your cookie. But bro, I have drove. I have drove through the neighborhood and literally seen like many mansions in the neighborhood. Yes, bro. That should be. I'm nice. talking about, bro. They they they've like bought two and three lots and fenced them bitches in and they're running like companies houses and, and shit yeah. you know and and i mean i'm like damn bro like mm -hmm. that's the shit and mm -hmm. and and that's just have really a skill trade more than anything man when you're in carpentry and and concrete and roofing and all that like they you know mexican people they do all that shit yeah. so it ain't hard for them to build mm -hmm. because they have the craft they have the skill to do that now you know you got to have the money too but that's when they work hard yeah. you know what i mean especially like I say now it's, it's it's better than it was in your guys' era. Man, you couldn't have shit, bro. They your was, era was bad, nigga. They was taking aluminum siding off your motherfucking house, bro. <laughs> I didn't say it now. I'm just talking about niggas thugging, like how they were thugging back now. Everybody was thugging. Everybody dog. was I'm shooting. Like y'all, I ain't gonna lie. Don't get me wrong. Like my era's crazy. Like it's wild. It's just it's just it's just a bitch with a gun at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. everybody got the gun. Even the women be thugging today, though, Ready. bro. They ain't hold nobody up. And y'all like, era was different, though. Y'all era was scrapping. Y'all was fighting. Y'all was jumping. Mm -hmm. so y'all say we bad, but y'all was bad too. Y'all was wild too. Man, I say that all the time. Like I hear a lot of my friends are, oh, these young guys are crazy. I said, bro, <laughs> we were burning houses down, doing drive-bys. We were doing all that shit, nigga. My house got cocktail bomb raided. I got my house shot up a couple different times. Like you're my, like, my house was that. headquarters in River Rouge, nigga. You know what I'm you're, saying? You was so, the first, you're the only older individual to actually say, hey, nah, we. I don't know why they say that. Mm -hmm. Cause y'all was wild too. Yeah, and that's why I'm looking at him like, is you serious? Like, come on, man, stop playing. I still remember you from back over there. On <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, bro. Right. I, and, and I was a traveling gangster, too. Like, I went, you know, I was a gang member. Mm -hmm. So wherever, whatever set, dog, I'm, I'm a 24. So if the 14s, the 17s, or, you know, wherever you at, the West Sides, dog, wherever you need help, wherever beef is on, call me. I'm going to be there. You know what I'm <laughs> he saying? Said, I'm, I'm about that issue. Yeah, no doubt. They slowed the nigga all the way down, though. You hear me? <laughs> He said, I got they put on. shot a nigga straight to Jackson quarantine. Shit. You know? Take a nigga socks, drawers, make you bust your cheeks open. Nigga, you don't even feel the same no more. You hear me? You know what fucked me up, though? I did not know you knew Pudo. Man, that's my dog. That's my ace Boone Coon, man. Did about, what he do, 27 years, went in at 16. He nigga just joined the gang. He joined the counts, and right after that, you know, you got to earn your stripes, and that nigga was in prison as a kid, did 27 years, come home, and he doing better than most people that I know, bro, who ain't never been nowhere. It's crazy how much he changed, though. He is so intelligent. Yes. That brother, man, he is right. very inspiring. Every time I see him, he's, he's he advocating for change yes. for growth for changing what's, laws you know what what's I mean? that? he's a he's a part of something what is it called uh sato he's the uh, state appellate defender's office mm -hmm. he's helping me get this expungement fair oh yeah and uh at the dhdc october 15th from 11 to 3 we're having an expungement fair for the community come on through if you got some misdemeanors you got some felonies come on through we're gonna check you out and if we can do it we got you man it's worth to try come that, on shit, that shit costs money it's all free brother 
It's just they've been having expungements all over the city, bro. All over states, Grand Rapids, Pontiac, Saginaw, all over East Side, West Side. But we ain't had one in Southwest. Mm-hmm. So you know, I went to my supervisors and I'm like, man, we need to we need to host an expungement fair here in Southwest for our people. You know, because mm-hmm. a lot of our people, especially those who are undocumented, they ain't trying to go outside the neighborhood. You know what I'm right. saying? And a lot of the homies that be thugging, they ain't trying to really go too far either. So I'm gonna make it easy for everybody. We gonna have one in Southwest. So there ain't no excuses, nigga. You can walk there. You can take a skateboard. I mean, fuck, they got bikes and scooters and shit everywhere <laughs> now, nigga. So you should be able to get wherever you need to go in the hood. You know what I mean? Just based off your phone. Scan your phone right through it. Boop, there you Skateboards, go. all that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, I just, man, I always just trying to make my contribution, man. You know? But let me ask you something. Why murder mitten? I mean, that's what we know for it's called Ain't a murder no we're called a murder mitt you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah definitely so it's i'm not trying to promote violence and none of that shit like i got like my manager and a couple other people they thought like you know that that's a scary that's kind of scary you know a lot of people are not going to want to book you in venues because they're going to hear a murder mitten mm-hmm. and think oh this is going to bring problems that's not necessarily true mm-hmm. because at the end of the day it's entertainment mm-hmm. how many times do uh was was tupac's label with uh Shug Knight that was called a death row death row yo they still got venues yep. they were perfectly fine mm-hmm. but shit they had money though yeah. you know what I'm saying when you got money you can do whatever you want to do you know what I'm saying say what you want to say and and in that time you know death row today and death row then is different you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying yeah, Snoop Dogg owns death row now, death right? row was gang yeah Snoop Dogg yo. shout out to Snoop you know For what sure. I'm saying shit he went and bought his own record label you know, his, his old record label. And he yeah. owns this shit. Now it's his. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't know what he's going to do with it. But I think he owns, like, a lot of rights. Maybe the Tupac's music. For maybe real? so. Yeah, I mean, when he bought that, he bought, you know, a lot of stuff to come with it. Sure. I'm assuming so. You right, know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. There had to be some type of benefits in it for him to invest all that kind of money into it. I didn't know. know if the LLC just got canceled or wherever it was. I, I don't know if it was an LLC or was it a uh, whatever. But I thought he might have just... Bought that bitch because it expired. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I believe Suge's still in prison, so it's like, yeah, yeah, he's done. Ain't nobody doing nothing with it. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't doing so nothing with it. Besides. His best bet was just to get, you know, to off it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, nah, but um, yeah, the murder man thing, man. I'm just trying to make sure I don't, I don't want to put myself in a position to where I got to go sign to another motherfucker, give somebody else all my rights. Hmm. You sell, I'm self-invested. I, I I put my own. I could buy myself in any room that I'm in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I'm yep. not welcome there, I buy myself in there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I'm welcome in any room. And I'm good enough to be in that room with you. Mm-hmm. There's nobody smarter than me and nobody can then. But what, what is it to get you to that level, though, bro? Is it money? Is it just opportunity? It's like. To what level? Just to a, a level of success where where you're like. You know, where you become a star, bro. Like, where you become, you know, where you become known. Like, like my podcast is slapping, nigga. I got Southwest mm-hmm. all motherfucking day, bro. You For know sure. what I'm saying? And, uh, but it's like, okay, so where do I go from here? You know, how do I touch Chicago? How do I touch Los Angeles? How do I touch Arizona? How do I touch everywhere? How do I get there? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I, honestly, I just think promotion, promotion, promotion. You know, mm-hmm. the biggest thing is investing into yourself. You ain't investing into yourself. You ain't doing nothing. 
So, I mean, they say your net worth is determined by your network, bro. And I got sure. an awesome-ass network, bro. Sure. So I'm like, but you've been putting on a lot of work, too, though. I have, bro. I like, definitely have. Shit, I, I, I came over to... When I first met you, you were at the house over in, what, E-Course? Yeah, in E-Course. Yep, and, on uh, seven. Me and, me and my boy, Pat. Your man, Pat. You know Pat. Yeah, yeah rest my in brother, peace, Pat. Pat. Rest yeah. in peace, Pat, man. Uh, he brought me over there. And uh, he, he's been trying to have me link in with you. And at the time, mm-hmm. I wasn't. I was on a different level on some other bullshit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I wasn't taking. You ain't had time for that shit. Yeah, but and now you know what I'm saying. I, so when you reached out and you said, "Bro, it's overdue," you know what I'm saying? We got to get in this for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. hey, for Pat, most definitely. I ain't too much of a talking motherfucker, and I don't do all that type of shit. But I'm gonna talk with you, and I like the way our conversation and vibe from the first time. Ain't was no smooth. doubt. A one. And I told you it was going to be easy, bro. I was oh, like, yeah. bro, we just going to kick it. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, they, you know, when some cameras come on, they like, uh, uh, uh. They forget, <laughs> forget their name and everything. You know nah, what I'm saying? I, I, but, had a, I had a bad taste in my mouth. I had an interview prior to this before. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. It's, so you had a bad experience then. Yeah, you know okay. what I'm saying? You on El Nino podcast now, baby. It's all love. You know, bro? <laughs> for sure, for sure. No doubt about it. So uh, you got a you got a daughter, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. To talk to, her, let us know what fatherhood's like, bro. <sighs> Man, that's just stressful. Yesterday that's was scary. National Daughters Day, and uh, I I don't. This is something new that, that I got hip. I was looking on Facebook. Everybody's happy daughter National Daughters Day. So I was like, okay, you know, I, you know I gotta, I, to me, I said every day's daughter day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean, I, I was just about to say that. Like, uh, <laughs> I got a beautiful princess, you know what I mean? And uh, she gets every dollar out of my pocket. Uh, <laughs> she actually, I don't give it to her. She just puts her hand in my pocket and grabs my money. Um, <laughs> we, we go, like, anything we do, man, I promise you, like, it's, it's just it's just crazy. My, I, my I, daughter's a character. I seen a picture on, uh, shout out to uh, Dre over there at Sneaky 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, posted the day you took your daughter over there and bought her, like, a stack of shoes and <laughs> shit. I was like, hell no. I hey, said man. her little spoiled butt got every color she wanted man, in that thing. It's, I'm talking about, listen, my daughter had this this moment to where she wanted these, uh, these Uggs slide they're like these slipper looking shoes mm-hmm. and she was like uh i can't pick which one i want so i said okay hey uh let me get all every color wave you got over here every one of them <laughs> they came out i'm talking about when i walked out that motherfucker i had bags on bags on bags Spent on seven thousand dollars in that mug man listen that's not <laughs> you sneak heat sneak heat 2020 shout out yeah, no doubt about it. He definitely got the flavor for hey, you, man. Hey, everything you need, anything you need, holla at my brother. He going to get you together. Uh, for this promotion, I need a discount, though. Uh, make Come sure. On, man. We need discounts in this for thing. Sure, give give for a nigga sure. a coupon or something uh, in this bitch. If you use Gio uh in the promo code with him, <laughs> you might get 10% off. Let him know I sent you. He'll hook you up. Hell yeah, my don't dog. Try to, don't try to charge me for that either, brother. That's, that, <laughs> you got free promotion, dog. For sure, Stop for playing. Sure. Uh, no, nah, man, I, I'm talking about I done fucked that shit up so bad over there. I done went over his house and tore it down. Man, I'm talking about, man, that's, that house is such a problem. Listen, when I seen that that whole pile of shoes, bro, I said, man, I know he spent some bands, bro. Because you can't, all his shoes cost 300 and up, bro. You know what I'm saying? You get some basic shit for 250 You know what I mean? Man, you, you lucky, if you, you, lucky if you walk out with one Every pair. time I go over there I, to buy one pair, I always walk <laughs> I out with at least two or three. I'm like, damn, my wife. Hey, I be having to sneak shoes in sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I'll just throw them on one day. My wife be like, what'd you get them i'll be like oh i just got them you know what i mean man i'm talking about listen it got so bad to the point he did he i ran them out of size 12s 
nobody could get a size 12 because of me. If you go on his page, every shoe on his page, you'll see size 12 and he's tagging my name next to it. I said, bro, you got to stop doing that, bro. You're going to get me robbed or something, bro. They're going to know what's up, bro. They're going to be like, okay, I know he has them shoes. Go over there. Yeah. Like, listen, I wanted these shoes, right? They were called the Jordan 11 Adapts, right? Now, these are self-lacing Jordan 11 shoes. Yeah, I got to see them. Yeah, I like, see I got them. a pad for it, bro. You put your shoes on a charging pad, bro, and charge these bitches. Get out of here. Swear to God, Damn, bro. I got there's like sweet. these, the buttons light up on the side, and I can hit a button if I want to and tighten it, or I can rock the shoe back and forth, and they'll be like, nah, nah. Damn, that's sweet. How much them things cost? <laughs> a thousand. Woo, yeah. good money, boy. Yeah, and they worth more. They worth more now. Like, you know, every time you buy a shoe, it... it Depending on the shoe you buy, because some depreciate, but they go up. Thousand dollars, that bitch better massage my feet. You hear me? I just wanted to be able. It was bragging rights. I ain't, I ain't gonna, gonna lie. lie. I, I bought some Chain Reaction Versace boys for a thousand dollars. You know? Okay. They were sweet. They were sweet. Are they comfortable? You know what I'm saying? They cool. They cool. They was first bit. I thought they was gonna be heavy because they were so damn big, but mm -hmm. uh, no, they were sweet, man. You know, you put the right shit with it. Dog. Oh yeah, I, for I sure. killed it. I killed it in them for sure. It was because of uh, Pat. The reason why I start getting into that little designer stuff, man, he's ruining my life too. Just like uh, Sneak Heat was ruining my life with them shoes, man. <laughs> I'm fucking around with Pat. I don't. I don't went to the damn uh, what's it called Somerset. Went out there. And we went and got some, uh, what the hell they call I know, it's bougie ass. Man, bro, MCM. I don't fuck with Fairlane. I don't do Southland. I don't do that. Only <laughs> Somerset. We went out there, man. And listen, I went out there. I think I brought like 10 grand, bro. I came back with like $500, bro. <laughs> and he's like, man, we go. Yeah. Yeah, I already know, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro. I said, bro, I he can't fuck with you. He had expensive taste, man. I tell Very. you what, he, he, he died fast, man. You know what I'm saying? He ain't even had a chance to reach his full potential but he lived he lived how he wanted to live that's for sure yeah, you know balling yeah, yeah straight up every day he had a new belt new you know he had expensive taste dog hey i remember when i got them buffs right and i pulled up on him and he was like oh baby i'm about to go drop two of them now what do you do mm -hmm. instantly went and dropped the white buffs he got the wood sticks came right back like what's up mm -hmm. hey look He's so funny, bro. I walk into his house, and you know where his house is in the hood. Mm -hmm. I walk into his house. He opens the door and has him one here and one on top of his head. <laughs> I'm laughing like Goofy a motherfucker. Like, what hell, the fuck? He said, he said, what you mean, bro? He's what you mean? Else. Hey, bro, let me shine. I was like, I ain't hating on you, brother. Yeah, Good, do you he's think? silly as hell, bro. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, it's just unfortunate, you know, to see that brother go, you know, the way that he did, man. You know, that just comes to show you, bro, the streets, you know, they 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 don't forgive shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got to you gotta be smart in these streets, my dog, you know what I mean? That's yeah. why I'm glad I, I, I just uh, got out of that shit. I had to grow up out of that shit because the only thing left for me to do was die. Nigga, I had been through <laughs> everything else. The only thing left was die. And I ain't trying to die, nigga, you know no. what I'm saying? I'm trying to live, dog, and live well, you hear me? Yeah. I love eating lamb chops, nigga, you know what I'm saying? I love being home and chilling and being with my wife. And, you know, I love living, bro. It's, sure. it's a beautiful thing to be alive, dog. And even though I, you know, I bust my ass, nigga, it's times where I just break even, nigga. I work check to check. But 
It don't matter, nigga. I ain't in prison and I ain't dead. You know what right. I'm saying? I ain't in no wheelchair. It was what? niggas in prisons with shit bags, wheelchairs, blind, missing legs, missing arms. I'm like, y'all niggas got it bad. So <laughs> that's what I told you earlier. I'm grateful for everything, even just my fingers and toes, bro. You know? Yeah, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't where I, I'm 10 fingers, 10 toes. I'm cool about this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't walking with a lamp. But until you see a nigga that's missing his pinky or something, you be like, damn, I'm glad I got my pinky. You know what I'm Saying. My grandpa and my uncle missing their pinky all off some crazy <laughs> shit. So I, I feel it. I'm just trying to make sure I just I, honestly, man. I honestly, everybody gonna everybody got a way to do it. No matter mm -hmm. what your route is, and I ain't knocking nobody for their route. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get it how you gotta live. Shit. Yeah, no hey, doubt. As long as you getting it, brother. Just, just know what come right. with it, bro. Yeah. That's it. Just know what come with it, bro. And you I feel know. like in order for you to do it, you have to know what come with it. You don't mm -hmm. be blind and act like you. Motherfuckers start crying, they get jammed up. You know what it is, Listen, bro. bro, when I jumped in the streets, when I joined the gang, I started young as fuck, bro. I already knew the rules of engagement, bro. You know what I'm saying? Come one on. of the first rule, number one, don't never tell on your friend. Don't tell. You just don't tell, period. Don't tell on nobody. You don't tell on your friends. Oh, no, your friend, you don't anybody. tell on your enemies. You don't tell on nobody, you know? You know you we weren't even allowed to tell on our brothers, you know, when we don't even tell, you know? Hell yeah, man. And, and uh... And then, you know, the reality is you may get killed, you may have to kill, and you may go to prison. So I accepted all that shit when I picked my flag up, bro, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and I lived that to the fullest. But sure. like I said, uh, you know, I, I just uh, I found purpose in my life, bro. And, um, you know, I'm just headed in a different direction, and, and my life is fruitful, bro, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I'm still able to sit here with some of the realest niggas, you know what I'm for saying? Sure, and, for sure. and And build and, and share stories, you know what I mean? And, and help inspire and motivate other people, bro. I feel like it ain't what you do, it's how you do it. So as long as you mm -hmm. move right and you do right, mm -hmm. and don't play, don't, don't, don't be grimy. Mm -hmm. Don't try to, we were talking about that shit, you know what I'm saying? Talking mm -hmm. down to motherfuckers and dogging motherfuckers out. So you can't do shit like that. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So as long as you fucking move right, do right, hey, it don't matter what you do. Get yours mm -hmm. by any way possible. Yeah, definitely, bro. It's just, uh, you know, it's just the longevity now, bro. You know what I mean? I, I just, I think long term, like when I was in prison, dog, I was in prison with people who were like, uh realtors bankers lawyers doctors you know the, the prison system don't discriminate you For know sure. what i'm saying yeah. so you got a little bit of everybody in there and i was starting to learn from them because i wanted to know the difference like is what is the difference between you and me like is it the environment is it the education is it intelligence was it you know did you have everything handed to you like what was it you know what i'm saying and uh it was just you know the will to live the will to survive you it was all that it was education it was the environment it was parenting it was priorities you know it was all that type I, I honestly of shit. i think it's more just the environment for real because in our environment it's more along the lines like shit we broke i need to feed my family mm -hmm. so we're gonna take these chances and on their side it's more like i want to do it we they trying they trying to go party Mm -hmm. And that's what I was just going to say, because all a lot of my clientele, when I was selling 
drugs and shit. Like they came from the burbs. They was coming from Wyandotte South. They was the ones buying all the coke and all the shit. Yeah. So you know, even though they weren't in the criminal life, nigga, they was still getting high. They was still like to party. And you had people who like getting heroin and crack and all that shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and they were lawyers. You know, I had an attorney. I used to pay him in coke. I never gave that nigga no money. I always paid him in coke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> This motherfucker can't pick me up one day with both his nose rings full of coke. I said, man, if you don't sit your motherfucking ass down, you supposed to be representing me and shit. I, I don't think I'd want that guy to represent me. <laughs> Go fuck around and be the reason I got life in prison somewhere. I swear to God, man, we went in, man. I had to turn myself in on some bullshit, bro. This nigga couldn't even talk. He was like, they <laughs> asked the question. Up. He was like, da, 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 da. I said, dog, what the fuck? I had to take the shit over. I'm uh, like, dog, you know what I paid you or brought you for, dog? Shit. When I get out, you get my motherfucking money back, nigga. That nigga's nose was swollen up. <laughs> he had black uh, glasses on. I said, dog, you silly as hell, man. Yeah, no, nah, I'm just trying to really just do music, man. I'm, I ain't, I can't knock a motherfucker and anybody for what they do, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I did all that, you know what I'm saying? Ain't but no, now, no it's just it's just music, bro. It's just, it's just this music, bro. I'm, I'm trying to, we got our own label. We signed the motherfuckers trying to build this shit now. You know what I'm saying? I got a management team. I got a good promotion team. I got the best director in the world slash photographer. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep shouting you, him you, out. You, you <laughs> are in one of the most influential positions, though, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way the this uh, generation functions, they are very much influenced through the music that's put out, bro. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel like in order for us to make real change, we need to bring all the artists that everybody's favorite artists like mm. you know to the forefront you know what i'm saying because I, I could talk that real shit you know and and and, and they'll listen mm. but if you get vezo if you get peasy you get rio you get sada you get people who they they really listen to right. you know what i'm saying right. to actually speak like i think that you know with their power they can they can calm shit down because right now, bro, we got kids killing kids, bro, like left and right, man. You know what I'm saying? And and you know I, I can't say it's the music while that's happening because we ain't we ain't gonna sit here and act like our, our this generation is the only one talking about killing niggas because in your mm -hmm. generation it was hit him up Tupac. That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat mm -hmm. motherfucker. Like, come on, man, talking crazy. And, and it then was Biggie Smalls, yes, and it was influential like a mug. Biggie Smalls said, "What? Who shot you? Ha, made you look. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Come on now, mm -hmm. like this shit been going on. That's why like." Everybody want to talk about like the drill music and all that shit. I can't. I can't say that it's because of them. Mm. At the end of the day, that no, man has his own. I'm not blaming it on him. I'm mm. just saying that those are the voices that are the most influential right now. Those mm -hmm. are the voices who people listen to. Yeah, yeah. You know, nigga. When I'm driving, I could be listening to some regular shit. The radio. Mm -hmm. I'm cool. But when I turn Vezo on and I'm driving, you're getting hyped. I perk up. Yeah, <laughs> I perk up in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know what I mean? It yeah. just it 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 get activated like Sada Baby, nigga. Get activated real yeah, quick. Sure. You start to look at shit different and everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It just make you feel better. It make you feel hype. You know what I'm saying? Get you lit live. You know when I listen to little Al Green or something, I'm kicked back. I'm cool. I'm cruising. I ain't thinking about nothing. You might pull your girl closer. Come here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some Rio on. I'm fooling. I'm like this now in the whip. You know. The only thing that I can say that I I don't like is like I remember coming up right, and you heard like 
you know what I'm saying? Like a big a big influence in my music is like, you know what I'm saying? I say like Jeezy, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, the mm-hmm. Yo Gotti, the, mm-hmm. the T.I., you know what I'm saying? Like yep. the, the, this, that's real trap music. I don't, I can't tell you I'm riding around bumping all these other niggas, but I can tell you I'm bumping. I'm still bumping that mm-hmm. Thug Motivation 101. That was the shit that got a that's nigga going. That's still the shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's Jeezy the shit. Jeezy was uh, so hard, So like bro. coming up how we can't, well coming up how I came up, coming up how you came up, like when I heard music, I ain't hear about motherfuckers doing drugs. I heard niggas selling drugs. Mm-hmm. Nowadays they're promoting, hey, do drugs. Like mm-hmm. they're popping this. They're putting Molly in their water. They're uh, f- fuck. Future's trying to get motherfuckers to OD. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this motherfucker's talking about mixing. Mm-hmm. What do he say? With Perk with this and Lean that and Molly and, and then, this yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I, bro, I'm, hey, look, I don't do no drugs. Mm-hmm. I ain't with none of that. You don't have to. Hey, and then drugs ain't even drugs no more, Hell, bro. Not the pills, not the. I mean, they talk about motherfuckers putting fentanyl in weed anymore, and I'm like, damn, this shit's yeah, wild as it, hell, it, bro. And then, like when I was in prison, bro, like I never like sold like heroin, like no hard. I never sold hard drugs, you know. I always, you know, I sold coke, weed. Those were social drugs, you know what I'm saying? But like, um, them them hard drugs, bro. I, you know, that's just a whole just different dynamic. And then, like when I was in prison selling heroin, bro, like. When they heard like dog almost died or he OD'd and the ambulance came, they they want it. That's what they want. Why he almost died? I want some of it. You yeah, because that means that's that good shit. Yeah, but I'm like, <laughs> damn, like you really want to, you want something that's gonna kill you though. Well, the reason why they saying that shit is because they're they're thinking like, oh, he was weak. That's I the, have a tolerance. That's the ultimate eye. <laughs> yeah, nah, man. That's the truth. And then I knew people who OD'd four, five, six times, you know. And, and you know, now that now it's the whippets now. You know what I'm saying? Like you seeing all the rappers in Southwest, I mean not Southwest, but like in Detroit. Like you seeing the PZ Rio and everybody, like all everybody. Off whippets? Bro, the canisters. Damn, bro, I ain't seen that nowhere but in Southwest, no. dog. It's For rappers, yeah. Because I like I talked about it with like some, you know, with some of my black homies and shit. And they like, bro, we don't fuck with that shit. We don't uh, do that yeah, shit. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think it was a thing, but it is. Yeah. They got videos of these niggas right there whomping out in the motherfucking studio. I'm talking about. <laughs> For real? That's yes, crazy. bro. Yes, bro. Well, what is it? Is it like similar to a balloon? Because I remember when yeah, I was yeah, growing yeah. up, same you go to raves, you can do balloons, that's but now they're doing it. But oh, that's same in, thing? it's in a little cartridge, like so like it's like oh, it's I think it's for like whipped cream. But what they do is they put in the thing and they Damn, that shit's crazy, dog. I remember I went to an after hours one time before I went to the joint, and I seen this girl, dog, like she was sitting there and she was huffing on that bitch in like two seconds. They call it fishtailing. Yeah. Oh, girl, just woo. I mean, bust her head, everything. I was like, nope, not shit, for me. That's some goofy ass shit. Shit, embarrassing. Happened to you before? Hell no. Oh, yeah, you don't even fuck with that nah, shit up. I don't even smoke weed, bro. I don't do none of that I'm shit, bro. I'm sorry to hear about that, bro. Yeah, I mean, I ain't knocking. All my niggas, everybody smoke weed, bro. It's like a thing. I honestly mm-hmm. think it's a trend. Everybody just wants to do it now. I'm talking about motherfuckers that never smoke weed talking about some, I'm a real stoner. Like, what fucked it up was Wiz. Wiz fucked it up. Wiz Khalifa? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because once he came out, next thing you know, you got everybody and their mother talking about how they big time smokers. Yeah, you know, I grew up on Cheech and Chong. That's who got That's, me together. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> That's that era. Yeah. Nah, but, and then uh, the movies like Friday, you know, with Craig and Smokey Smoke Dog, baby. I heard that uh, they're supposed to be making one. They're supposed to be making a new Friday. And I think... Uh, and he's supposed Smokey to come back. back Smokey's supposed to be come back. And I, uh, they were saying what? DC said that Smokey hit him up. His name ain't Smokey, but I can't mm-hmm, think of fucking yeah. that. But hit him up and told him, hey, if you'll be my son in the, in the movie, 
If I'll who, do it. If who will be his if son? DC Young Fly. Oh, will be real? which is fire. If you, oh cause, hell, because no. you know he sounded like yeah, and he does yeah. a real good impression. So if that be his son, bro, that'd be fire. Man, Together, he's funny, funny dog. as fuck. He's the closest so, thing to uh, for sure. Yup, for sure. That'd so be I, dope. I think that'd be crazy, and it'd be damn funny. Wow. And then especially if Craig had his son. Yes. In it, you know what I'm that'd saying? That'd be funny as hell. That would be sweet, dog. I don't smoke, sure. but I might smoke for that one. <laughs> blow this fucking that bitch tweaking. I'm gonna be high as hell. I can't smoke. I get paranoid as shit. Let me ask you something, bro. You're, how old your daughter? She's uh, she'll be seven next month. Okay. So how do you? What is it? How do you prepare her, bro, for what's to come in the future? Even the world that we live in today. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it that you want to teach her? You know what I'm saying? For her to be able to be humble, be aware, and be progressive. I, honestly, I feel like there's really no way for you to prepare them for that. You really just, I just hope that what I'm doing is working. I, I'm just trying to be the best, best male influence that she sees. Because mm -hmm. I was told, and I don't know how true it is. But I was told that um, for every daughter, you know what I'm saying, where, where the father is their first love. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. with that being said, you know what I'm saying, you have, that's a lot of pressure right there. So you got to make sure, you know what I'm saying, you and, you and the baby moms is always good. You ain't never disrespecting her or making her feel some type of way in front of the kid because you don't want the kid to be like, okay, it's acceptable for me to get talked to like that because daddy talks like that. Mm -hmm. Then you don't want to put your hands on her. Cause, okay, mm -hmm. well, on, that daddy did that, so it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the whole and then I, she gonna find a man just like me, like you, and that's and think that all that is okay because it's normal for sure. You know what I mean? So I can't say I, I, I have no. Hey man, I'm taking this day by day. It's a scary thing. I, I have one kid. I'm done. I don't want no more. But. <laughs> Hey man, I'm holding it down. I'm doing what I'm. I, I do the best I can do. She's spoiled right, and I give her everything she wants. And uh, if you can't do what Daddy can do, you ain't good enough. <laughs> I, hey, I'm trying to That's raise. Dope, man. I'm trying to raise a stuck up ass kid. I'm talking about she's too good to drink out that faucet. You better have Fiji. <laughs> I'm trying to raise one of those man just to make it so. Right now, man, if you go, if you meet any woman right now, especially around our area, this vicinity. Mm -hmm. And if anything from the hood is going to get some attention. You know what I'm saying? They just, they run to that shit. Mm -hmm. I don't want her to feel like that shit's cool. Yeah, yeah. Because no right doubt. now that shit is cool. Like, they want to be, you got a suburb kids that don't know shit about the trenches. Mm -hmm. And they, they idolizing this shit. And they trying to, everybody from Southwest Detroit now. Yeah, yeah. I'm you're talking right. about, like, yeah, you're every these niggas don't, ain't from there, don't know nothing. Don't got no family over there. Mm -hmm. and, and then like everybody done migrated too. like I live in Taylor bro and I run into everybody from the hood in Taylor Southgate Lincoln, Lincoln Park River yes. Rouge E-Course like Shit, Lincoln Park the know? new Southwest I don't care what no one says it is <laughs> like it is the only bro. thing we're missing I mean, out shit, there they is they got e &L. so many Mexican stores a restaurant mm -hmm. I mean even when I drive by the school I see a gang of Mexican kids I'm like damn so much has changed since I've been gone but of course I'm proud I'm happy because sure. you know I'm seeing my people evolving you know yeah. all, all the, but this that's, if you really think about it, this is what the higher man wants. They want to push us this way. Pay mm -hmm. attention to what's going on down there. You see what's going on? They buying up all the houses, putting the bridges up. Mm -hmm. They're trying to put the white folks over there now. 
they doing it. Oh, for it, sure. It's, it's all college town. They're trying to push them I work in Corktown, bro. I see all the change. You know, yes. it's beautiful. I love it. It's beautiful, but sure. can't no poor people be around there. No. Can't no poor, only poor people on there is the homeless people. Shit, because now the prices on the houses is... If you rent in Southwest, you paying damn near, if not the same amount, that motherfuckers paying in Lincoln Park and Southgate now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's just crazy. About $1,200, $1,300. bro, I, I, I know mm-hmm. motherfuckers that was paying $400, $500 for rent. That shit's over with, bro. Yeah. Shit. I had a couple people, you think you find me a place for $700? Mm-mm. I don't know where. You can rent a room from somebody for $700. She might be able to get a motel for a month. About <laughs> <laughs> it. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's rough, man. It's, you know, but... You know, shit, I pay $1,200, $1,300 a month. I ain't never paid that in my life, but, you know, that's that's what it takes. That's one whole check, you yeah. hear me? Yeah, for sure. But it's okay. I'm I'm cool with that, bro. You know, I I, I love the way I live. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, for sure, man. Shit, we ain't got no anything besides going back to what it was. But it's homeownership. You know what I'm saying? I'm paying that kind of money, and I'm just renting, dog. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I want to own some shit, bro. Yeah. You know you what's know? fucked up, though? It's cheaper if you homeown. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. If I can, you know, I just, you know, there's a lot of little details. You just, you know, got to get together. But I'm working on it, bro. I think next year. I just went to a, a presentation at Chase Bank. They had like a mortgage presentation. They came out and just telling you about things. And then there was, you know, good opportunities for, uh, you know, people of color. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Where they pay for the closing costs and, mm-hmm. you know, all that type of stuff. There's first-time so. homeowner programs and all this shit. But there's so many things for minorities. Mm-hmm. So many opportunities and and they even being married. But know? a lot of this stuff is not promoted, bro. It's not mm-hmm. promoted. There's a lot of shit that's not promoted. I could plug you with somebody for real. Mm-hmm. I could plug you with somebody. That's what they do. So mm-hmm. most definitely can help you out and get your position. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it, bro. Shit. That's, that's all I'm trying. That's all I'm in now is business, bro. Plans are not to go back to that streets. I ain't scared to go back to the streets. Mm-hmm. But I ain't trying to. I don't want to. Yeah, but you should, though, bro, because, you know, there ain't nothing good, nigga. No, 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 I'm saying you should be because, you know, it ain't nothing there for you, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, just get in and out, bro. Get what you get and get the fuck out because when you stay there and you lay there and you play there, bro, Mm. you already know what to expect, man. Yeah, we done. I don't like to be around people I can't trust. I don't want to be tensed up and always watching everybody's move and watching what everybody's in. Like, that shit was crazy, bro. Having to live that life, like, every day and and have to be strapped. Like, I had to be strapped. You know what I'm saying? Buddha was the one that got me out. Buddha was the one that had conversations with me and was telling me, like, tighten up. When I caught cases, Mm -hmm. bro, I done caught so many goddamn cases. Mm-hmm. And blessed to say, I still don't got no felonies. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I still yeah, ain't got no good, felonies. Man, that's good. You know what I'm saying? My, Cause, my, my cause lawyer you, beat them bitches like Rocky. You got more, <laughs> you got more opportunity and For privileges sure. than the average person. I, I'll never be able to possess a gun ever unless you know something changes where I can. But that expunge, you, know? you can't do never be able to get that expunge. You can't they don't expunge murder cases. Oh, I did not know that. You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. they do a lot of felonies, but mm-hmm. like uh uh, they don't do murder cases, and uh, I think they don't do uh, like any pedophilia cases and shit like that. Yeah. But like all other cases, you know what I'm saying? Felonies and shit, misdemeanors. I think you could have like numerous uh, uh, misdemeanors and get them expunged. And I think you could get up to like two or three felonies uh, expunged at a time. <clears throat> yup. I mean, it takes about a year. The process takes a year from the time that you actually put in all the paperwork and stuff. But still, it's still worth it. So does it involve court or is it just sending in paperwork? Drunk driving, too. That's another one that they don't they don't play with. Like, if you got one, but if you have more than one, you're out of there, bro. So like an OWI, you be straight? 
Um, I don't know the difference between the DUI and the OWI. Well, DUI is drunk under the influence. OWI yeah. is operating while impaired. See, I, it's it's similar, but OWI is more about weed, right? Mm-hmm. And then, OWI is just like you might have been buzzing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the difference as far as like you know legality wise. Mm-hmm. Budo might know, you know that. Yeah, he be on all that, man. He does, <laughs> that motherfucker been down there. I'm trying to vote him for president for real. I think that'd be a cold ass president. Yeah, y'all. He's a good dude because man. he's in touch and he can talk that shit. And oh, anything yeah, no better doubt. than Trump. And, and, <laughs> and I tell you what, I mean, he's just got lived experience, bro. You know what I'm saying? All his knowledge come from lived experiences. You know, Javi, what's up, boy? <laughs> yeah, but uh, and you know, bro, I, I work in a place, bro, where you know everybody's got degrees. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Everybody's educated and all that, and I respect it. I salute them. That's you know, it's a huge accomplishment. Because when I first came home, I went to a semester of college, bro, and that shit is work, dog. Mm-hmm. That shit is not easy. You know what I'm saying? I did that one semester and called it a wrap after that. But um, but but experience itself, though, bro, has got me so far. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and there's just no better teacher than experience itself, you know? Yeah. But if you could teach your daughter one thing, what would it be? To get her through life. One one life-lasting lesson. Worry about yourself. Okay. Worry about yourself. Nobody's going to do for you or care for you the way you will. Yeah. Get yourself number one. That's a good lesson, bro. For real. I found out that my, like, you always just doing for motherfuckers and always trying to, you know what I'm saying, help your friends, help this person, help that person. And all they going to keep doing is keep wanting, keep wanting, keep wanting. Bro, and then I, as soon as you I tell a motherfucker no, now you're every piece of shits and all yeah. the bad shits and uh, I'm selfish. Story I'm worry of about my more. life. I live my whole life like that, bro. Man. My mother, my mother's lived her whole life, bro, giving. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I sometimes wonder if, you know, she never had shit because everything she ever had, she gave it away, you mm-hmm. know, to help people. You know yeah. what I mean? And then the people who don't share break bread, they the ones got everything. Yeah. And those are the same selfish motherfuckers that sit there and talk shit about everything you got going on, knowing you just gave them so much. Mm-hmm. And the one time you don't, now you every hoe ass nigga. So. <laughs> and that's why I had to really start cutting ties with everything, you know, the gangs, the streets, because... You know, I, I you know I learned the difference between circumstantial and unconditional love, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, Pete, you're only good to people as as as, as much as you they Benefit. can use you. Benefit. You know what I mean? For sure. And uh, and and I just felt like I'm just serving too many masters, bro. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you become a slave to that shit. You know, it ain't even about the purpose anymore of things, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I wanted to be my own man, bro, because I know who I am is solid. It's right. good. I got good moral standards. You know, I have mm-hmm. good values. I got good priorities. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't be able to establish myself like that if I was still had all my strings attached to everything else. Right. You know what I mean? Because every time I made decisions, I had to make decisions that were in the best interest of the homies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I had to, you know, do this and do that, everything was in the best interest of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Now I can make decisions that contribute to my personal well-being. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to answer to anybody but me, to mm-hmm. self, you know? And, right. and of course, God, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? 
it's to the point now where it's like if it, everything I'm doing now is just based on the benefit and growth. I'm just trying to grow. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to become better than what I was and make sure that I don't ever go back to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it got me upset. Living in that very tale American dream. This has been an episode of Real Everyday People, part of the El Nino Podcast. Check out the El Nino Podcast live on Facebook every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And for full episodes, the El Nino Podcast is available on Facebook and YouTube.